Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Clay tablets and smart, poor people. Grace, you've been reading, yes? I'm assuming that this has hit you in the face. Yes. This is my second favorite chapter. It was the most revealing chapter or the second most revealing chapter. Tell us about the clay tablets in two sentences and then I'm gonna let you do a longer explanation. I cannot tell you about the clay tablets. Oh, you didn't read? No. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I wouldn't have put you on the spot like that. Let's see. Well, in two sentences, what weighs more? Ten bags of gold or two clay tablets? And the answer always will be two clay tablets. Two clay tablets. So there is a lot to discuss here. And I am going to share a little summary I found online that this is outside of my notes, but I want to share my screen. 
because I want you all to at least see a few things. So here it is. I put the, I put the link in the chat as well. Here's a little summary. This is the last chapter in Richest Man of Babylon that we'll discuss. The other chapter is, it doesn't necessarily, uh, we don't have to discuss it for personal finance reasons. I want to blow this up just a little bit so you can see it. And Grace, I just want you to read this section. Just this first paragraph. This chapter is fancifully comp comprised of several letters back and forth between an archaeologist digging up the ruins of old Babylon and his colleague at St. Swithin's College of Nottingham University. Imagine a scene from one of the Indiana Jones movies. The subject of the letters is a collection of clay tablets that the archaeologist has had delivered to the college, supposedly the record of our old friend Dabasir's financial affairs. All right, so I brought that on. Um, forget this. This is get out of depth. This is where you. This is where I get the 10, 20, uh, 10, 10, 70 from, or 10, 10, 10, 70, etc. Because these two professors in modern day are reading the clay tablets, and the professor reads that and fixes his debt problem. In these letters, Professor Saint Swithins is telling the colleague archaeologist that the details written on the clay tablet has opened his eyes to a new way to deal with his own financial affairs. And then in a subsequent letter, he explains the formula used by Dabasir has in fact changed his life. Grace, read here. Here is the lesson. If you find yourself dealing with a debt situation that is out of control, the only way to fix it is to organize your information and begin attacking the problem. Old Dabasir details on the clay tablets how he used the first rule, saving one-tenth of all his earnings, to begin building up his savings. Then he made a list of all of his creditors, including the amounts owed. He took this opportunity to visit each creditor, explaining that he could not currently pay off the debt completely, but that he was undertaking to gradually pay off all of his creditors. He took his list of debts to show them and explained to each that this debt would be serviced by two-tenths of his earnings, each debt in proportion. Every single time I teach you, I say, oh, my God, he's a genius. No, I'm not. I am regurgitating richest man in Babylon. It is a genuine regurgitation. I'm throwing it up. Ten, I, I say if you want to spend your money, all right, 10, 20, 70. If you just really can't, because I've done this for so many years, I say, okay, then fine. 10, 10, 10, 70, because I'm used to people wanting to compromise. This is it. Your debts should be paid two-tenths of your earnings, 20%, not a penny more. Wait a minute, smart, poor people because we're going to come back to that. That's actually, I'm not actually talking about y'all. We got, I, I plan to finish this and then roll right in a rich dad, poor dad. And that's where the smart, poor people come from. It's not really necessary, y'all. It's the smart, poor people. Rich dad was a smart, poor person. We, every, respectfully, we know y'all not using 20% to pay your debt. Don't even, don't even, don't even. Don't even. We know you're doing way more than that. And if if we be honest, most of our car notes is way more than 20% of your debt, 20% of your income. We, 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 we can be honest. 
your house note is more than 20% of your income. You feel me? I'm oh, sorry. But like, think about it. If you're in debt, imagine only using 20% to pay off your debt. This is why I say it all the time. Your credit jacked up anyway. <laughs> when people hear that, they hear that there's young or or alpha or brass, crash, black. I don't know. I don't know however you hear me, but you ain't gonna fix it anyway. Might as well take care of your debtors in pro- proportion. Where I get that from? Richest man in Babylon. I'm not being smart. I have all the time. I have confessed my sins. Each time I've said consistently, I have said, oh, sorry. Consistently, I have said two things. It has never changed. Two things I've said something consistently. I've said, number one, Joel Osteen changed my life. I've said that. Every chance I get, I work it in there. I just found a way to work it in there again. You know what I'm saying? I just work it in there. I find some way. I had nothing to do with nothing. We were talking about alligators. You know, Joel Osteen changed my life. I just, I just work it in there. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just work it in there. And then I tell you, secondly, consistently, Richest Man in Babylon is the greatest book to teach me about finances and fix my finances of all time. I say it every time. I do. Richest Man in Babylon is not just a mindset book. I would say that's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Richest Man in Babylon is taking classes from a banker and just learning. I'm telling you, it's really that good. And here, modern day time, 10, 20, 70, once again, fixes a smart person. Play tablets. But, but I, I love this chapter because it keeps going. It keeps going. It keeps going. Let's, 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 the lesson did I have you read this, Grace? Mm-hmm. All right, I did. Right, let's see. Of course, some of his creditors were, you know, let me, let me say this real quick. I forgot to say this late yesterday. Of course, somebody with a sharp mouth like Frida go be like, I ain't give you 20% of my money when you borrowed it. Don't you give it back. I, I understand. But after Frida finished going off on you, when you say, look, all I can do is $13 a month. I don't want that. I don't want that. That's all I can do. Fine. I promise you, she's going to come back to fine. Because ain't nobody turning down money that's owed to them. Two things I know about human beings when it comes to money. When it comes to debt and money. Unexpected money is a blessing. We blame it on God every chance we get. Ooh, God, you did good today. Oh, Lord, you'd be atheist. All right, look at God. Right? And then when you when you pay me back money, y- y'all listen, my whole opinion of you change. Mm-hmm. Let's look back. Wait a minute. At- <laughs> I will see it right now. You, you that was the long pause waiting for me. So I said, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking it's too early. Let him go ahead and do his thing. But wait a minute. That one was for me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I gave money back one like I, one time. You know what I mean? You know mm-hmm. how you know that you just giving me the money and you're yeah. like, yeah, right. You're not bringing it back. Well, 
I decided that I was going to pay this back. Do you know that I gave him the money? And then he looked at me and said, I just never thought <laughs> that you would give it back. And then he gave it back to me. That's he right. said, I, I, I am so glad that you just showed back up to say you were going to do what you was going to do. I never had to pay him after that ever again for anything. So That's if right. I needed help, I, he was always there. So you are definitely right. Because right. the story had changed. In his life. <laughs> Because he just knew I was not bringing that money back. I came back like this. The first thing I'm going to do is pay it off. And he looked right at me and said, I just can't believe it. I can't can't believe myself. Look, and three days later after it all happened, they came and repoed the car any damn way. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely changed. Yeah, it did. No, 100%. I've had that happen before. I done did everything I could to save it. God still took it. I, I, I did not tell you get this out the way anyway. Y'all know, y'all, you know, young folks, y'all still learning that, their lesson. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, Adrian, you're absolutely right. When you repay your debts, make sure this ain't hitting my collar. When you repay your debts, you change the narrative to whomever you just paid. The narrative has changed. But let's go back to yesterday. Well, would not a free man be a free man if you were had a soul of a free man? You clearly had a soul of a slave. Look at you now. Because a free man would be honored amongst his colleagues. That's what it said. I, I, you know, I wordsmith a little bit, but that's what it said. That's what it said. When you pay money back, when you do that, genuinely, honestly, the narrative changes. I don't care if it's $13 a month. This is what happened. Let's say you owe freedom $2,000. You do $13 a month consistently. That's a lot of months. That takes like five years to pay off freedom. Never quit. I promise you, once you pay off, You're going to be like, you need something else? I promise you, it happens every time. Because nobody can stay faithful for five years without changing. You, You can't do it. Poor people are the most inconsistent people you know. They're nice. But they're inconsistent. If you, let me tell you, clears my throat. If you, and I'm talking to all y'all, have money troubles right now, credit troubles right now, debt, can't fix your finances, and been that way for longer than six months, you are very inconsistent. You choose when you're going to keep your word and that's to like one or two people and you're still probably inconsistent with them too. I told y'all from day one, money issues is a heart issue. I told y'all this. I, I, I told you this. Because 
to repay your debts is equivalent to always being on time. Somebody went, okay, make it work. I got you. I got you. Don't you worry about it. When you, Grace, who always here first? Don't lie now. Don't, don't give anybody credit. Don't give it, don't no credit. You are. Well, no doubt. Outside of me. On Zoom. But thank you, though. I appreciate you. I like my ego stroke. I appreciate you. Phil and Susan. Arshia. Mm-hmm. Jerome. Mm-hmm. Mr. Anthony. Mm-hmm. My, my computer been acting up the last, this and, past week. And, and Romy Rome. But Romy Rome, yes. Well, you said, you said, no, you said, oh, did, okay. Say this out. When it comes to time, that's another heart issue. When you show up on time, you are saying that person is equally as important as me. So y'all didn't like that. Oh, y'all didn't like that. Because y'all use, I'm always late. No, you're not always late. You always think you're better than whoever and wherever you're supposed to be. That's not true. Yes, it is. It's not true. I mean, I'm telling you, I leave my house early. I get up early. And just because I know I got to be there, that's how important it is. And then I'm on my way in the joint and then something right then. Stop, Adrian. Adrian, stop. Stop, Adrian. I'm just saying. I feel him. But I don't, I swear I wake up early. I get out, I leave. I be like, y'all, I gotta be there. I gotta be there. And I, and I you throw a rock in the crowd. Man, I'm telling you, bro, I'm just, listen. I, and I it feels so bad to walk in the door because you know that that's what it says. Like for a long time, for a long time, if I was five minutes late, I would walk away. I would just not come to the meeting. And then I realized I can't do that because I'm missing so much, like five minutes late. And it's a three-hour class. Like, you know? Yeah, I hate to even say that. I got a money issue. <laughs> I'm working on That's why I said I got a money issue. I know I got a heart issue. Uh-huh. I've been telling y'all for a long time. I'm checking my motive. <laughs> I've been sitting in this joint for a long time just long checking my time. motive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but damn it, I be trying. I, I, I know. Be you, I, know I try hard. I know it. I know. Oh, I tell you. I let, but you know what? Yes, ma'am. Excuses are only good for the people making them, but sometimes <laughs> life happens. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Come on now, so leave right. me, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I need, I need to Once I heard that, once I heard that, I said, okay, I got some stuff to do. Some stuff to do. Let me go back and work that out. Just let me get yeah, that together. Yeah, buddy. No, I get it. I, I I get it. And I know how much uh, you think that that was that was that that was that as Asia. That was that you, she tell she been doing shadow work. You know what I'm saying? She been chastising herself lately. You can tell. Because that was that, that was that. Oh my God, here's a confession, but I don't want to make it the confession, but it's a really a confession. Just give me a little bit, right? That, that's that shadow work. Shout out to Adrian. I'm telling you, without a doubt, heart issue. Heart issue. As a matter of fact, there are people like me that'll tell you there's no such thing as procrastination either. It just ain't high on your priority list. <laughs> it's just, that's why you procrastinate. 
because it ain't high on your priority list. That's that's all that is. It's today ain't... Thursday. It's today Thursday. <laughs> it is it Thursday. Like, okay, good. All right. I'm just like, oh my God, he is touching me today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you okay, have never procrastinated about something that was high on your priority list. Never. Never, ever, ever, ever. But when it ain't high, oh, that doggone stuff. And let me tell you something. Some of the stuff that y'all procrastinate, some of the stuff that should be high on your list ain't high. That's why you do it. That's why you do it. Money is like time. They're both heart issues, and they are the same heart issue, the same coin, two different flips. And I'm here to tell you, if you are broke but always on time, you can flip that switch and fix your money instantly. Oh, let me give somebody some hope. Let me, All right, let me, now. Let, let, let me give you some hope. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm in tears. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, if you, if you, okay, it's graceful to shake my hand. If you, I'm going to give you some hope, have money issues, but you always on time, you can fix your money issues in an instant. In an instant. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm a, you want do you want the philosophical or do you want the scientific both. both grace says both consciousness you think that the people who are in trouble donald trump let's take donald trump is anyone this just i want to make sure we're on the same walking level with Alicia has a question. She sent me a text. Said, Could you please have him look at the question before he moves on? So okay, okay. Well, I'm not even moved on yet, but okay. I, will. I sure will. I'm sure will. Keep, keep your eye on YouTube for me. So I, can get, I got you, Talisha. Consciousness. Donald Trump. Is Just to make sure we're all walking together. Is anybody looking for Bible lessons from Donald Trump? Anybody? <laughs> no. Unless oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, just, I'm not telling you Donald Trump's not a Christian. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not even speaking ill. I'm just, we, I just want to see if we all have eyes. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Trump supporter or Trump not? That's irrelevant. We're talking about what you follow Trump for. Yes? Mm -hmm. And is it also safe to say that you're not going to truth-telling class Led by Donald Trump. True. No? True. Listen. Okay, I understand. You know that Donald Trump said that he had his foot on somebody's neck. And I said, did he just reference himself like the Bible? What? What? Donald hey. Trump needs to go sit all the way down. <laughs> well, see, well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not saying that. And I ain't trying to get into it. And I am not, y'all know me. I ain't, I told you, I tell you all the time. Uh, uh, both sides are guilty. They got blood on their hands. Yesterday, I told you for the first time, doo-doo and gift wrap doo-doo. It's the same thing to me, right? It's, it's all the same thing. But I'm trying to show you that Donald Trump, in an instant, can become Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. This is how consciousness works. See, y'all think that and, and to flip that barack obama in an instant can become donald trump mm. here's how consciousness works the more you're polarized the more aware you are 
listen to me, the more polarized you are to what you will call good and what you will call evil, the easier it is for you to switch. It's the people beginning in consciousness who have not made a decision, who are inconsistent. That's me talking about y'all again, all right? These people that are harder to switch because the more polarized you are, the more self-aware you are and the more you are aware of this universe and its power. And the more polarity that you have, the more in an instant you can change. Put it into electricity. Electricity with no charge don't work. But electricity with a positive charge, the more positive charge it is, the more I can do work. The more negative charge it is, the more I can do work. It is polarity that does work. Did I make that? Make, now I said, do you want philosophical or scientific? You said both. Polarity is just one side, just all the way over there. You North Pole or South Pole. If you're on the equator, I think I'm walking around slow, flip flops and stuff. You understand what I'm saying? All that stuff. You, you get what I'm saying? No, just think about it. No, this is that science or that's consciousness. I don't care. I said the same thing. I just said it in the two different schools of thought. The more polarized you are, <clears throat> this is why you empaths are mean as hell because you are. Polarized. See, or she agrees. You're polarized for, oh, and then you get taken advantage of, and real quick you can go to, you know, pow, 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 yeah, <laughs> stab you 27 times, you, you, stuff like that, real quick, because the yeah. more polarized you are, the better. So let's go back to you. If you are always on time, you are extremely polarized in good heart issues. See, I'm, I'm trying to make it work for y'all. If you have money issues, you are extremely negative polarized in heart issues. And in an instant, you can change because you have incredible self-awareness and energy polarized always does work. So if you're someone who has money problems but not time problems, you just plan yourself. That's the truth. You can fix this instantly. You can fix your money problems as a result of this class. You can genuinely say, you know, I ain't spending my money. As a matter of fact, Antonio said that need to be 20%. I ain't giving nobody nothing but just 20%. I'm not trying to pay off my credit cards early. I'm a monthly pay these joints. I'm going to let them do their interest until I get it all together. I'm going to create an asset. I'm going to have it do that. And I'm going to roll it over in the snowball effect. You can do whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter because if you are playing both sides of the fence, you're extremely polarized. You can choose in an instant. That's how electricity works. And the late great Bob Proctor says, you don't know how electricity works. All you know is it can, when they say you can cook a man oh, yeah. or cook a meal. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, so there you go. Go ahead, Grace, and then I get to leash. <laughs> when you say to repay your debts 20%, do you mean 20% of what you're earning or 20% of the debt you owe the people? See, 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 see. 
See, see, that's a good question. And then somebody just asked me, can you put the financial breakdown 10% for debt, et cetera? Let me bless you. 22 tenths of all you earn. Let me, let me, let me help you. Let me help you. Not all you owe. See, that's what y'all do. You know why you don't pay tithes, but you pay your car note? Because the church don't call you about your money. GMC does. Well. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. You know what? That, <laughs> we got it twisted. <laughs> and then they tell you how much it is supposed to be. So it don't give you this is what you're supposed to be. <laughs> That's it. No. That's like it. 10% of what? Like 10% of everything. No, they give you, a, they give you an amount mm-hmm. and then you just go and pay that amount. That is so mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> the book would say you got it twisted. You understand what I'm saying? Never. Oh, that's what she, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah, you said you got it twisted. She's right. She's right. Now, if the church would come and repossess your Jesus, repossess your salvation, <laughs> call you black. Now, now, oh, now, man. now, Renee, you got one more Tuesday. We'll be taking your grace. I'll be there, Pastor. I'll be there real quick. <laughs> you ain't <laughs> taking my grace. No. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? All right. That's what you do. In polarity, you will find your blessing. Easy. 10, 20% of all that you earn. Why? Because the point of richest man in Babylon, Susan, is don't spend more than you earn. But you live in a society spending 180% more than they earn. <laughs> it, it, it is mathematically practical. Every last week, Jerome just said the other day, I mean, I got this money, $3,000. I looked up and it's gone. That's because he, wouldn't, he didn't mismanage his money. He was already <laughs> spending $3,000. And he said, let me catch up. Yeah, you, you're spending too much as it is. And some of y'all got HBO Max, Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, and other flicks. 50 flicks <laughs> and you got <laughs> you got 19 monthly subscriptions and you were like oh it's just nine dollars yeah times 19 <laughs> so the book is saying so wait, we would be in so a heap of trouble 20%, you're supposed to take the 20 percent of what you earn and then out of that 20 percent, you go ahead and pay the debt that's right in fact i'm glad you asked that because look each debt in proportion. Do you hear me? In proportion. I ain't got it, but I got 20%. Oh, good. Give me all 20%. No, 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 no. No. Because I got a hundred of y'all. <laughs> so, um, I got a hundred of y'all. I got this 20%. It's proportion between a hundred of y'all. We can go ahead, Renee. Okay, um, because I thought I had it in my in my notes and I and I didn't, and I'm trying to do my um my finances. So it's it's ten. Okay. I know it was like the seventy. I know I I, I thought I had it, but I didn't. It's like ten percent for debt, 
right? And then um, the, the truth is, ten percent for yourself. And sorry, it should be ten percent. All is yours to invest. Save is the word, but it's really invest. But please put save or invest. You can't lose. Okay. Okay. Let's save right now, Antonio, before you mess these people up. Let them save you, it. You know what? Find out how do you tell them to save it. Don't tell them to invest it because you're getting ready to make them feel to lose their money. That was a word from God. He is absolutely correct. We're going to go ahead and just tell you save. Don't, don't you invest nothing. <laughs> 20% <laughs> debt. Thank you. 70% cost of living. I still got to get to Talisha's question, but, but here, please receive here. My family knows. I, I say it so much, they all get it. They don't do it, but they get it. <sighs> Should I ask me before I did my 70%? Mm. If I exceed, well, I, actually, I don't exceed my 70%. Let me, let me, let me take that back. And actually, it's not 70%. It's, a, it's, a, it's 40%. For, it's, it's, it's 40% for me. It's 40%. It's for, I save 60% of my income. It's 40, it's 40, I live off 40% of my income. Well, you got to get there. It's yeah. definitely discipline, but you also have to make enough money to live off forty of percent. Oh you know, so now I don't want you to think that you know oh, I make seven dollars now. I'm gonna live off for no. You're not gonna live off of forty percent. You are not gonna do that. That is mathematically impossible. <laughs> yes, two dollars eight cents. Two dollars eight cents. What you gonna eat today? Well, I'm gonna drink some water, <laughs> and I'm gonna freeze it and eat some ice cubes. No. No, no, no! You cannot do that. You, don't, don't go there yet. That's now you got to eat mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't do that yet. That's not what Antonio recommended for most of you. But for Ken Johnson and Anthony, they should be at forty percent. You understand what I'm saying? They should be and Monica should be at forty percent. These these three people most certainly should be at forty percent. Now, without a doubt, to you, your seventy percent. You say, I ain't got it. Oh, man, but I want to go to this concert. Okay. Did you exceed your 70%? Yes, but I can still buy it. I still got money left over. No, you don't. You do not have money left over. And you can't go to the concert. You cannot go to the concert. But I got to give to God. You sure do. Out of your 70%. So it's 10%, which means you had 60%, ain't you? Mm. I didn't tell you not to give 10% to God. I'm just trying to tell you there is a clear distinction between your 10% and God's 10%. And you need to stop playing because every time you give God your 10%, God never bless you for that. Yep, y'all need to hear. You, you need to hear. You need to hear. You needed to hear. Oh, you're teaching now. You're teaching now. You're teaching now. <laughs> I didn't say when you pay tithes, you don't get blessed. Grace, tell her what I said. He said when you don't pay yourself, God does not bless you. So when you take your tithes and give it to God, but you also did not take that other 10% and give it to yourself, all you did was send up timber. You did not receive a blessing. You've been doing it your whole life. Please tell me when. You gave to God and wasn't a good steward over yourself, your health, and your finances that God came and rained down manna from heaven. 
God cannot. It is against the word. I want to stay right here forever. I really stay right here. Stay right there. Stay right there. <laughs> it is against the word. You are not allowed to sacrifice to your God and then say, but I don't care about me. Mm. And any church, any mosque, any religious setting that making you do that run. Do you hear me? I'm telling you, it's, it's the truth. You give 10% to charity or God. In this case, we're talking to religious folk. You give your tithes to God. But when Pastor Antonio asks for offering and you exceeded your 70%, that's somebody else's blessing to receive, not yours. Mm-hmm. Sister Book, I'm a free of the day. If you had 69% and you got 1% left, that's your offering. You, you, gave, you gave 10% tied, 1% offering. Don't you let me coerce you into not being a good steward over what God has given you. <laughs> Be faithful over the few. I'll make you rulers over many. If you ain't faithful over what God has given you, you cannot pass off your unfaith to yourself and say, but God, I was faithful to you. Because God says, ain't no difference between me and you. Be ye holy like I am holy. I'm going to do this all God doggone day. Let me get Talisha's question first real quick. And then I get her. Talisha was asking, where does inconsistency come from? Inconsistency typically comes from a warped self view of self. Just straight up. When you don't have a good view of yourself, you're extremely inconsistent. That's that's in simplicity. That is what it is. There's a difference between viewing yourself and your self-view. I can view myself in this camera, all right? My hair's getting pretty long and it's irritating across my forehead and I really need to learn how to deal with it. It's just, it's just I didn't learn to, I'm not used to having hair this long. I need to learn to deal with it. I view myself. My skin is looking pretty good. I view myself. My self-view is, y'all need to come follow me. Praise me, hundred billion dollars. Let's roll. My self view says, "Fo, you ever showed up? I just thought more folks was gonna show up." <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Now, you catch that though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my self view says, "In a trash can, I knew I was gonna be rich and famous, so I ended up rich and famous." Self-view, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Viewing yourself and self-view are two totally different things. And inconsistency comes from self-view. Yes, ma'am. Ask your question because I'm finna come back to these ties. I didn't know this was a. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't tell you not to pay ties, and I ain't give you no grace. I ain't give you no law. That ain't what I said. This, this, make it clear. I ain't walked outside the orthodox teachings of the Bible. Let's make it clear. Okay, go ahead, please. Okay, first, Talisha said, got it. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so once you pay, once I pay my 10% to God, and I pay my 10% to myself. Okay, so stop right there. I'm saying you got 80 left. 
Yes, and yes, you yes. at sixty percent cost of living. Yes. That offering. How much do I know to give for offering? Because I am. I, I don't know if I was taught this or if I subconsciously told myself this. You was taught. But Every last one of y'all was taught poverty. So I don't have to give 10% in offering as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just be a cheerful giver, Deanna, and let it roll like that. <laughs> that's actually that's actually a solid answer. That's actually a solid answer. You know what I'm saying? Saying whatever you have, give cheerfully. That's actually a solid answer. There's a nut. The way. Wait a minute. Yeah, true, but you can you can take that the wrong way though. But let, let me tell you about the lady with the two mics. Why you understand know what I'm saying? Why? The lady with two mics gave more, gave more than a bunch of Antonios that was that was dropping yep. for show. Be not like the well, they was in excess, Antonio. Yeah, that's right. They was in that's excess, right. but the lady that had the two mites, she oh, that's all she had. So she, that was she my, had. that was that's all she had, and she gave it cheerfully. Right. Cause, cause, Go ahead, Grace. Because uh, Kenneth Wayne, Kenneth Wilson Johnsons, they are few and far in between. He will tell you, Hey, I give it this much in my tithes, and I give the same in offer, but. He's like the lady with the two mites. That's few and far in between. Okay, there are people like that. He is like, yeah, he is just like that. I give way more than ten percent tithes. Way more than ten percent off. I don't even go to church. She asked you. I don't even go to church, you. and I fund she seventy-two you. churches. She asked you, but she asked you, and so Antonio, what would you do? She's talking for the regular people. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Trying to figure it out. I'm sorry. Like, um, I only got 20. And uh, should I split this 20? Fair uh, enough. In your offering. So it's like, can you put 20 in and then put four things? <laughs> well, and see, but see, that, no doubt. And but that it's it's killing y'all though. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a you 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 letting your righteousness keep you in poverty. If you if you go, uh, God only wants you to give what you can afford to give. He looks at that valuably that's, when you do that. That's... You're not supposed to be just trying to. He's not telling you to stress yourself out when you do that. He's not trying to tell you to stress. You, give what you can and give it with a, with a pure heart, and he takes that. That's you got to be a pure heart about it though now. But if you're sitting over there on twenty thousand oh, yeah, dollars, don't put two dollars in. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, that's right. Yeah. That's that's absolutely right. That's yeah. right. Everything he said is orthodox. Yeah. But I, see, yeah, w- 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 let me just let me just. I got both of your hands up. I'm gonna get Yolanda first because I know she's on her way to work over all over clock in. But just give me a second. Just 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 check me out. This is important. If you give ten percent to God. I am. Listen, 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 listen. I am. This is not a theological argument. This is being a good steward of your money, which is in theology, but I'm not making a theological argument. If you're looking for, well, I need you back it up a scripture. Be faithful over the few. I'll make you rulers over many. Any talent that God has given you, and I ain't talking about singing. Talent is a measurement of money. Your job is to be a good steward over it and multiply. One got 10, one got five, one got one, did nothing with it. And the Bible says, you fool. Drunk, take from him and then take more from him. And that's, what, that's what's happening to y'all. 
That's what's happening to y'all. This is what you're doing. Listen to me. The guy, pull it up, Grace. You got to think this up. thing yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, Antonio, yeah, 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 I just have a confession, out. okay? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, work in a, I work in a volatile market, pharmaceuticals, right? Yep, yep. So one time, you know, I got laid off, right? I kept putting my 10% in there and everything like that and doing what I was supposed to do. And then at Christmas time, oh, yeah. they decided to take the money and give it to people who got their things in layaway. I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> just in my ties after that, I'm telling you, I'm just being honest. I'm just saying. You got to be smart about stuff, too. I'm like, I'm trying to give y'all the money. Y'all supposed to do the right thing with it. But I don't think that God's telling y'all to tell people who buying stuff that they don't can't afford and got on layaway for you to all of a sudden go out there and get it out for them so they can repeat the same process over again. Fair I had enough. to adjust well, You know what? I'm not making that argument. I do feel you. All my humanness feels you. Trust me. I do. Here's Let me, let me give you my opinion. Of Still a work in progress, well, Antonio. I never give you my opinion, but let me give you my opinion because I can tell you need my opinion in this conversation. I can tell because somebody is saying he is a heathen or somebody said, I'm, this is not, I get I'm it. a heathen, Antonio. You got to put I am up, a heathen. No doubt. I try you, to be right when I can. Look, <laughs> if you do some stupid shit with my money, I, oh, I'm. Well, you know what? That's fair, actually. That's, that's fair. Okay. Think about this for a moment. Here's my opinion. There's not a church or mosque or anything in the world that when you report your finances and you tell me benevolent offering is over a dollar, you dead wrong. This is my opinion. If you know what benevolent offering means, it means I'm giving you this money for you to be benevolent with it. And you probably don't know what benevolent means. <laughs> benevolent means cheerful giving to people who need it. So when I hear y'all go benevolent offering 40,000, you wrong, church. Because that's 40,000 pieces of God that could have went out there and did ministry. And do something for somebody that really needed it, that need their mortgage paid or needed, needed their lights kept on or something. That's the way I think, Antonio. See, I, I, I just... I'm a heathen. I just so, can't, no, I can't get it together, Antonio. Right. But no I'm a I got you. <laughs> so if you dissect my opinion, I'm telling you, give to the church. And church, you give to the people. This is my, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. the, the conflict we're having here is, I'm also saying, Kim, that puts you down to 60%, though. See, I am not taking from the church. I am taking from your cost of living, and that's causing conflict. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> that's See, the problem conflict. is people know or they think that they know what's going on with the money that they give to the church because, you know, everybody talk about the pastor with the car, and I ain't paying for this, yeah, and I ain't paying for that. But then that stops you from giving, which then says that you are no longer the cheerful giver so that says that whatever you think that you've given, you should really keep it to yourself because you missed the major thing because it says give and be cheerful. So if you giving it with disgruntled things because you know that's, that they that's didn't fair. do that's something right. that you wouldn't do and you don't give it, now you're living that sin because that's, fair. that's, your, that's your plight. That's not just fair. That's scientifically plausible because well, anything Antonio, can do. I reappropriate that money and give it myself to people that need it and stuff like that? I don't well, have yeah. to. I, 
You know, yeah. I, I got to be able to think for myself. I don't. I can't no, trust no, man no, thinking no, for me. Enough. No, man you, thinking for me and got me in a whole bunch of trouble in my life. <laughs> I got to think for myself. The good thing is, yes, you can. However, don't, you, you can't take this too far. But I do want to go to Adrian's point. Anything you do begrudgingly is going to give you cancer. You you can't walk around doing the right thing with the bad vibration expect not to get sick. Don't matter what you do, <laughs> whether it be giving to God or you working out with an attitude, you still, <laughs> you still <laughs> go far away and get sick. Right there, that's yeah. yeah, you cannot... So you cannot have a negative vibration and expect to live a positive life. You just can't do it. <clears throat> Come on, Yolanda. Okay. Uh, my question. Um, I'm, I'm, com- com- I'm coming back to Dallas' question too. Go ahead. There was an accident in front of me with me and my mom in a car, but I'm trying to remember what my question is. Okay. What, um, my question was, so are you saying with the tithing and stuff that, because I've been taught to tithe first, and then everything else, you know, goes into place. Your bills and everything else. But you're supposed to tie 10% first. No, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You gave me a headache. I'm sorry. Let's just go back to I've been taught to tithe first. Perfect statement. Keep going. I'll address the other statement that came after that. Everything else falls in place. That's a lie. <laughs> tithe first is the golden truth. Everything else falls in place is you using God as an excuse for you to do poor things with your life. Okay, you ain't got to be kicking people in the throat <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. That 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 is a necessary. Thing. Okay, okay. I just said so. Let's just we gonna go back to give God first. I'm perfectly fine with that. That's a golden rule. Jerome, can you hear that? I'm not violating the Bible. <laughs> Please. Please, please, please give first. Antonio. I'm going to share something here. Come I ain't said nothing the whole time, okay? And and at this time, my money wasn't right either. Yeah. But this was, this was a, an eye-opener for me financially. I was in the Army about to go on recruiting command. And in order for the colonel to sign off, I had to turn in a financial report. My wife was working and I was working, okay? We turn in the financial report. The colonel calls me into the office and says, Sergeant Red, I can't approve your application to go on the recruiting command. I said, excuse me, sir? He said, it has to do with your finances. I said, what are you talking about, sir? I like this commander. He said, I'm looking at your paperwork here. He says, and you're giving over 50% 50% of your total earnings to the church. And I said, huh? He said, listen to me. I didn't even know I was doing it, okay? He said, you're giving over 50% of your money to the church. And I was like, well, sir, let me put it to you like this. When me and my wife gets paid, we take out the money for the Lord. We take out the money for our bills. And then everything else, after that, we ask God to show us how to use it. Wherever there's a need, we just minister. It just happens to be more than 50%. We're doing fine. Now, if I go out in the civilian world and I have to spend more money on us because we're no longer around the military installation, then we'll do that. But I had no clue that we were doing that 
because we weren't focused on that money from the sense of, ooh, 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 no. Our attitude was 100% of that money was given to us by God. We take the 10% and give, we weren't paying ourselves at the time. We didn't have that principle. But we considered that 90% money that we wanted God to teach us how to utilize. We just happened to be giving more than 50% to the church because there were needs out there. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're okay. Let's, let's, let, let me, let me, I forget Renee. Let, let's, let's review. Let's review. Cause this is so fun. I, I didn't change the title, Grace, to clay tablets and giving to the church. Oh. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you Please go ahead. explain uh, everything. Yes. yes. Let's let's review. Keep some stupid people in it, though. Keep some stupid people. Yeah. We show up every day. We do well, it. We do it out of because we think we'd be indiligent. Well, no doubt. In this case, the stupid person would be the charismatic leader teaching you to give without teaching you to be whole. The only stupid person here is Pastor Antonio in this conversation we having. If I'm teaching you to give, but not teaching you to be whole. Well, I was going to say something, but you said it. (laughs) (laughs) Because what happens is I used to get on my pastor and tell him, listen, Wednesday night Bible studies is cool and great. Why don't we teach the people how to better themselves? We know the Bible. That's it. Teach them how to obtain good credit. Teach them the importance of saving. Teach them, talk about, he was doing all of them on CDs for him, but he wasn't teaching it to the flock. And no prejudice, no rock stone, but I told him, uh, uh, what's that fellow name everybody be teaching? Uh, and you mentioned his name the other day. Mm-hmm. But, but I told him, I want, no, the other one. Uh, teach on finances. Oh, Dave Dave Ramsey. Well, I was telling him we're a black church and Dave Ramsey can't help us in the black church because we grew up watching Good Times. James, they never had no job. So we had to relate to what was reality. But personally, I just got a hold of this and this is what works. You can't can't go wrong being a blessing to the ministry. Yes, we have a lot of pastors Leaders that are doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, mismanaging the money. Uh, and I've seen a lot of preachers there, and I lost a lot of friends by telling them, guys, that's not your money to mismanage. Mm. First of all, mm. why are you why are you dealing with the money? You the pastor, just because you the pastor don't mean you deal with the money. Appropriate somebody to handle that that's gonna be accountable to. That's number one. And two, I told a lot of them Negroes, y'all need to get a job. Full time doing what? You only go to the hospital one time. Probably didn't even have did that. So what are you full time doing? Go get your job. And I told them they need to get a job in sales. If you want to be a pastor, you need flexibility. Get your job in sales, but at least have a job. Now, number two, I think what happens is so many people struggle with that area of ties and off. And I know I don't want to make it sound so easy, but here's the deal. I know if you want to get out of your financial situation, you need to sow some seeds. That's right. Now, it's your job to decide where you need to sow them seeds at in the right place, but it shouldn't become a struggle. If you're still struggling with giving, then you hadn't spiritually matured. That's right. Because it's not my job to worry about, well, it is my job. I take that back because I'm not going to just sow anywhere. 
you know, I went to one church, I can't call their name, but they had mixed match chairs and old raggedy sheets up. And I'm like, this ain't God's house. Because if it was God's house, you'd have correct chairs in there representing the God that you say you serve. And he have no mismatch stuff. And like he was wearing a Chuck Taylor and a Jordan, and you know, mm-hmm. his sandals match. <laughs> people, people just doing some ignorant stuff. And then now I messed up a lot of preachers since you mentioned Joel Osteen. I'll say this and I'll be quiet. Mm-hmm. I say, y'all need to stop talking about Joel Osteen because guess what? He did something that a lot of y'all couldn't even do. Period, point blank. How you go get a basketball facility, entertainment facility, and turn it into a church? And y'all got more storefronts than McDonald's have franchises. Well, then, then, then you out there walking too hard, Reverend. <laughs> but in reality, the reason why we got so many churches on the corners like that is because I don't like Antonio. I don't like what he says. So I'm gonna start my own church. Yep. And now we got all these churches, and then they broke. They ain't doing nothing. But what happens is you want to criticize somebody who's doing something. We, I come out of a church. My pastor was white. The church was white. We did a lot of mission stuff. And when he mentioned giving to mission, I was all in. I don't care if he was black, white, yeah. brown, or greeny. I wasn't going to Africa. I ain't trying to go nowhere where the mosquitoes are bigger than my head. So I support those who want to go. Mm-hmm. But your money was there. Too. Money was there. Your yeah, money. Was. I ain't never went you. nowhere international. You, you, you was there ten thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> they, they asked me to go over there. I told them I can't go there because that ain't my ministry. That's it, man. That's it. No, I, no. I, I, I go to I, little I, Africa right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're right. I, I agree with everything everybody said. Of course, you know, Ken's a pastor, so I agree with everything everybody said. Let me simplify this before I get to, well, I'm going to simplify it. Let me give you a newer perspective before I get to Renee. That's what we're going to do, because I'm not explaining anything yet. But I do want to give you a newer perspective. Let's take Jesus on the cross. Kim, when you die, 90 years from now, you're gonna look good too, by the way. Too, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna look good. <laughs> when you die, ninety years from now. But she so, can't take Snoopy to heaven with her. Oh, okay. You can't take Snoopy to heaven with you. Sorry about that. <laughs> like, so Snoopy's up in heaven. The last seven things you say probably gonna be important to you, ain't it? Mm, watch yourself. You can see I'm going somewhere, can't watch you? Watch yourself. Okay. You can see I'm going somewhere. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm walking you somewhere. So if you know this is the last seven things I'm gonna say, you probably ain't finna talk about stocks and crypto. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you know, the doggone warriors won last night. You probably gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? You gonna right. what? Hey, secret to success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, Maybe, a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, 
seriously like a real life cheat code and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie it just loves a good plot twist so listen to Merrick Wallet's smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app today trust me future you will thank you what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co some things jesus said was look you that's my mother you that's my brother i ain't got no more biologicals you brother take care of your mother now mother take care of your son now rewind press play as i'm up here being the greatest ministry you ever seen i'm redefining ministry i'm telling you ain't no more families ain't no more divisions you ministry now because just three days ago, I told you, not one stone going to be left on this temple. Mm. And right after I say it is finished, spirit going to rush out the Holy of Holies and rush into you. Watch yourself, sir. Says the book, let me know if I'm doing all right. Let me, let me know if I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Therefore. You're doing all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, you ministry. Jesus died to redefine ministry and to make you ministry. And how do we know you ministry? Because you the temple. Help me, somebody. (laughs) And wherever there's the temple, there is ministry. And wherever there's temple, there is God. That's the only reason you got the Holy Spirit in the first place. Because the Holy Spirit was in the tabernacle and the Holy of Holies, not in you. In some place you didn't have access to. And God said, not another moment. I want access to you so you can come in here or I'm coming to you. Therefore, Kim, you ministry. So when I hear you say, this is back to Diana's question. I was taught to give to the ministry more than I give to myself, you don't understand your God's narrative because you are the ministry. Your four, build, your four walls is not the ministry. That's your problem. You done turned the purposeful gathering of people, ecclesia, into the building, kirche, the German word for church. Kirche, the building, does not mean the ministry. The ministry is the people, the ecclesia. And if the building is healthier than the ecclesia, the people inhabiting it, you ain't got no ministry. Watch it, sir. You can't have a healthy building and poor members. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) <laughs> and Connell, you're going to get in trouble if you don't okay. do what you're supposed to do. Because uh, guess what? I was just talking about that 
in Philemon and only went to the first two verses, and you just said it, and it's that ecclesia, the church. It ain't the building. The building is just a place we happen to go house at. Because pandemic done showed all them nigga roads, the church That's true. is at home. Because when you had to go Facebook Live, you wasn't in the building. You was at home and we saw your dirty curtains. I mean, your, you know. Right, <laughs> right, right. Now you gotta be so, faithful to your building because faithful over well, the field. That's where you go recharge your battery. That's just like right. when we come to see you every morning. We right. here recharging the batteries. But when we finished, when you say, you know, what you be saying at the end of your benediction, then we go. It did is a benediction. He he, he his smart self. <laughs> you can plant better, you can <laughs> That's right. Love you, and then we yeah. all say love yeah. you more. Yeah. See, that's the benediction. That's right. Yes. That's benediction. Yeah. That's yeah, I need I know when we're ever going to close, so I'll just go ahead and close my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be faithful to you too. And you're never going to have, you, you cannot activate God's blessing, given to God and disgiven to yourself. There's nothing in the Bible, in the Torah, in the Quran that tells you, please give me all of your life. Mm. No. It's Paul redefined. Paul says, look, Kim, I need you living. Mm. But don't make your sacrifice. And after you get that 10%, whatever that may be to you, I need that living though. <laughs> oh yeah. Because okay, so what does only what you do for Christ will last mean? Break that down. It's a song. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> That's it. It's a song. I've been singing since a child, man. All it's I know is song. It's a song <laughs> with 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 incomplete theology. That ain't in the Bible. <laughs> no, it's not in the Bible. Because if I get up and punch you in your face, that is gonna last. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> if I run out here and start being in, 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 irresponsible with my britches, I'm going to get HIV. That's going to last. Do you understand? Okay. I just want you to know that it's some folk with some felonies that didn't do it for Christ, yet they still can't get a job. Because only what you do in the court system will last too. My God. Do you understand you what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I, think we better, I think we better stick to the math in this situation right here. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That 1994 Crime Bill Act is still lasting the day. The effects of slavery still last in the day. So <laughs> it's an incomplete theology. And don't make your walk about incomplete theologies. Here's another incomplete theology. The guy on the cross got saved at the last minute. That's a blessing. But I wouldn't count on you knowing when your last minute is. I know that's right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Okay. If you Catholic, all right then, so here you go. Well, he didn't get baptized either, all right? But Monica, I wouldn't count on you not getting baptized. You Catholic, do you understand? <laughs> you, 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 you have to 
receive that God wanted you to rule with God. You get in trouble when you try to rule as God. There's the difference. This is, this is a tandem thing. You're not created to be slaves. You created to do better things than me. That's in there. I, I, I didn't put it in there. You understand what I'm saying? See, the conflict is not in not giving. The conflict is I took your 60%. I need that's, that's, that's the conflict. The conflict is I told you, or oh, tend to wait a minute now, because the idea that you giving to God is supposed to make you budget better, you have no concept for that because you've been taught giving to God relieves you from budgeting, and that's a lie. That's what Yolanda said with the parentheses. That's what Diana said. And if you break down what everybody else said, you said, as long as I'm faithful to God, the rest of my life is going to be taken care of. That's look, look, a lie. Look, 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 look. Wait <laughs> a minute. Wait no. a minute. Now I'm at work and you is causing confusion. Now, my daughter, <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes you got to just tell the children. <laughs> Pay your tithes and then everything else gonna fall in place because you gotta fight them. And ain't nobody gotta fight them. You just tell oh, them, oh, make sure true. you pay your tithes. No, that's true. Period. That's milk. That's milk drinking though. You know what I'm saying? That's milk drinking. So you told her that at seven, eight, nine, or when she was grown, finally came to Christ, she was seven, eight, nine in Christ. Come she on. Grown now. Now. She grown now. She grown now. I don't want no my throat is hurting. My throat <laughs> no, is no, kicking no. hard. No, no, no. No, you did right. You you have to teach people where they are. And when you said that, that was proper theology for where she was. But see, now she's struggling. Mm. Milk don't help with the struggle. Watch it. Meat does. Thanks. Watch it. Come on, Renee. That's why I brought it to you. <laughs> Part of the struggle is because number one, you get guys like you teaching the truth, but yep. just because you ain't got on the three piece suit and saying it in the cathedral, they can't hear you. That's right. For reason number two is. Paul was in prison when he wrote some of these letters and given his salutations, but yet we read and we, we quote those things. So you, they want you to be somewhere. If you was behind the camera, if you was in a big cathedral, they'd say, yeah. oh man, that Antonio is something else. Look at but God bless the problem, the problem is because you send it in your format, that's yeah. why it's not heard. That's right. Because right. the truth be told, instead of us having 18, it should be 18,000 that's listening right now. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. I, we could do it in some jeans and a t-shirt and just tell it like a GIL. But at the end of the day, when we get through, we're going to go eat good. You understand? He's right. He's after Everything he says is absolutely right. Milk works when milk works. But the moment your struggle gets harder, milk don't work no more. You need some meat. You understand? You need, look, look, you can, this is how old folk in Texas say it. 
this whole fucking Texas here. You can, you can, uh, <laughs> you can New Living Translation all you want to. That's a paraphrase of a translation. You understand what I'm saying? And all them stuff. But once you get divorced a few times, you're going to need some King James, some ESV, something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're going to need something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you done passed up milk and milk is not blessing you. You can't keep eating gravy and expect to be full. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Even vegans got to find clever ways to get full. They start off vegan. Then you give me a little tomato, this. But the one, once you get like Susan, you cook a whole sevens course meal with this veganism. You understand what I'm saying? Because at some point you got to graduate to more substance. Come, 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 come on, Renee. I can get to Alicia as well. Okay. Now, um, first of all, I always like that song, what, what You Do For Christ. Well, as I just didn't take it to that extreme. But I did like that song. But mm-hmm. um, I always tithe, but then I always, but then I learned that what you you're supposed to tithe but then what you decide to give in addition is i mean what you decide to give that's what your offering is but um that's true that's the conflict that's uh, the conflict we having right now that's the conflict you know because i i sometimes my ties would be uh you know however much but then i might say well my my ties i mean my offering is five or twenty dollars because that was my that's where I was at. But let me pause you real quick. If I really wanted to, if I really wanted to hit you with the real meat, when Prophet Jerry bought you that engagement ring, you're supposed to tie it off that too. All healed ah. from your seed year by year. But I said, but I'm not trying, that's not what we're trying to do here. <laughs> that's, you, you get what I'm saying? That's not what we're trying to do here. You know what I'm saying? Because this is not a theological conversation we're having a financial conversation but we got to weave through y'all theology because y'all got too much philosophy in your theology that's why you don't understand god you understand what i'm saying but 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 come on on. keep on going Um, (laughs) i got you but no my 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 question because i'm doing the the income breakdown and oh lord let me the con because I, I need this answer. Um, <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I was like, I need this answer. That's, so, that's how your finance is supposed to work. That's all power, that's, Renee. That's that's oh power. my God. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. You know what to do. That's how oh y'all finances. Let me just decline buying this thing because I need this answer. I do. I need this. So, this could be a, 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 a silly question, but go ahead and humor me. Um, I'm here. If, if let's say that, um, yes, that my income for the for the month and um is a thousand, and so I for my um ten percent, I need to times that times that by the ten percent, correct? And that's what ten percent of that is. I'm I'm not I'm not wrong in that. No man, every month you're saving to yourself a hundred dollars. Now I'm not talking about the order yet. Because if you want to say, well, I got to give God first, that's fine. That's fine. That's just, I just need you to know that's 10% to God. Then that's now 10% to yourself. You got 80 left, but you got to have 20% to debt. You got 60 left. Now you on 60%. 
Okay, because I wanted to make sure because I'm trying to come up with my with my breakdown for um, how much 10%, 20%, 70 is looking, but I needed to make sure that I wasn't wrong when I said, oh, okay, gotcha. you, okay. You, you times it by the 10%, you times it by the 20%, because math yeah, wasn't my strong suit, but I wanted to make sure I was times in it and not divided. You, <laughs> okay. you and the whole right side of this phone call. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get you. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. Thank yeah. you. All right. Antonio, you. what's the 60% for now? I'm saying... I'm saying Listen. if you want if you want to give to God, I'm saying that needs to be out of your cost of living. And so that's why you got down to 60%. Yeah. Okay. So my tie, so okay, so my ties is out of my cost of living. Okay. Yes. But, but this, oh yeah, duh. Or or yeah. or or take giving to yourself out of your cost of living. Doesn't matter because we're saying the same thing, and it is biblical. It is 100% biblical what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you're now, if you if you give to yourself and you give to God mm-hmm. and you do 20%, this is why I came up with the other formula because I've done this for, I don't know, 12 years now teaching this. And in the church, I used to teach a whole financial class called Possible. Possible. I had to call it Possible, Susan, because I had to let religious folk know anything is possible, like saving money. I swear to God, I called it Possible. You know what I'm saying? I literally did. The that's why I came up with the 10, 10, 10, 70 because I got such violent pushback. I said, Fine, don't don't do 20% to debt, just do 10% to debt, and then you can win. But the truth is, 10% to charity or God, 10% to yourself, that's fine. It's still coming out of your cost of living. I just labeled a certain percentage cost of living. But we can simplify it even more. Take 100% of your farm. Ain't that your cost of living? Mm-hmm. Okay, God gets 10% of that and you get 10% of that. So you're left with 80. And then your debtors in buying new seeds, or excuse me, your debtors get 20% of that. You got 60 left. We're right. saying the same thing. The, the label is just causing a conflict. And it's listen, y'all not being resistant. Hear me. There's not a single negative energy on this call. Lots of laughs. There's no resistance whatsoever. You're not even being ignorant, which is the condition of being uninformed, uneducated, unaware. What you what's happening is I am clashing with 40, 50, 60 years of some charismatic guy like me swindling you. And I'm just gonna tell you what it is. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you what it is. I'm not saying they're doing it on purpose. I'm just saying that if I teach you to be whole for God, but not whole for yourself, you ain't even got no ministry. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't have no ministry. This is why so many of us who relate to being Christian or anything like that got diabetes. Mm-hmm. So we can't even mission. Are we in a missionary Baptist church? Can't even stand on our feet for an hour ain't no mission in that church i'll tell you why i don't like evening church because all we do is have a good time and swap money that is see 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 <laughs> see i know i'm wrong but it's what time i'm ex- to change that it's time to change that there is a <laughs> I, way 
there is a way that that fellowship just, becomes exactly what it needs to be. If you just so invite somebody to evening church, you already changed. Look, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> evening church used to be fun too. If you do it right and you do have people that come, you do invite the community in the afternoon. Okay. You, the, I, I, I applaud you on the whole bias thing of this is what we do. We don't want nobody in here. We don't like no new friends type stuff. You know how the church is. But uh, look, I feel you, but it would be so good to have a fish fry. It would. Because sometimes we'd be hungry in church and then there's be nothing to eat. That'd get me there faster. <laughs> no, it would. It would. It, would. It, it, it totally would. It totally would. Let me, I, the last time I said this out loud, Jerome, I got in trouble. You hear me? I got in trouble. Trouble, trouble. The emails I received afterwards was terrible. You understand? I'm sure to say it again, though. Because <clears throat> it's true in my experience. The only time, now, let me, let me put some context here, because I want to tell you the statement when I tell you the context. Talking about the church that I was brought up in. I'm like Ken Johnson, Black church. Do you understand what I'm saying? Black church. Did, did you hear me? Did, did the grace already know what I'm going to say? All right, so I'm just telling you where Gehetto folk reside. Do, do you understand? Where the robe don't don't robe all the way. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta hold it. You know you know what I'm saying, Kim? You gotta hold it like that. You understand? What I'm saying that that that's where I come from. To where we casket shop. That's it. And Kim bet not ever come in here with some shorts on. Okay. All right, then that church. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. All right. Just 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 so we know. That's your context. Only time, oh Lord, I, I hate I had to say this in front of Sister Booker. Only time I ever received prosperity from the church is when I pastored it. I said what I said. Last time I said it, I got so many violent emails. You know what? Facts, all facts. And then they think about you just so great. Nobody can think like you. It goes through you and everybody is just less than you and man that mm. the church never blessed me financially not from mm. education not from transformation not from spiritual revelation until the money flowed to the top and i was at the top mm. it is the exact reason Back. why all 11 or 12 years that i have passed i never took a salary i took one salary my whole life because here's the deal I'm, and I'm not telling you. No, no, no. no. That's explaining why. Pay your dog on pastor salary. That ain't what I told you. That's in the Bible. It's actually 13 tribes of Israel, not 12. You don't count the 13 tribe. The 13 tribe is the Levites. And the Levites lived off the tides of the 12. So don't play now. I did not. Okay. Y'all, I could do this all day long. You understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not, I am not going to step outside the Bible. Do you understand what I'm saying? Questions. You got to break the Levites down because one of them is the musicians and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the musicians, and but mostly priests, though. Mostly priests, but you know, uh -huh. it, it, it was the order of the church. They were the spiritual heart of the 12 tribes of Israel. You know what I'm saying? This was the people who were, and, and they were not allowed to work. Why? Because their work was to make sure the 12 tribes didn't stray away from God. And since they were not allowed to work, they God instituted that all 12 tribes will give 
and the Levites had an opportunity to eat from that given. Of course, generation after generation will start happening. And when you, by the time you get into the New Testament, the Sadducees, who, who are, anyway, I'm going to do that. The Sadducees <laughs> are just eating off. Please do it. Because, <laughs> okay. you know, I'm a... I'm a I'm I'm a babe in Christ. I'm I'm still yeah, a I'm I'm still <laughs> yeah. You well, got the Levites were supposed to tie as well, and the well, churches ain't yes, doing that. Were. And the, the churches, churches ain't doing, doing that today. This is why this is this is exactly why you understand. This is exactly why we're not blessed. Uh, can I say something on the yeah, yeah, I think I, I think I was a Levite or have been a Levite because all that sure. stuff that I get it it, it comes to me. So I, and I'm, I'm sure. the person that will lead you to Christ. Like, if you need a song sang, I'm singing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sure. Is who I and am. I'm, I'm so sure if you take a DNA test down, and back it up. Look, mm -hmm. by you just breaking that down, that makes so much sense, though. Yep. yep. And because I'm, at the end of the day, the tithe that we usually give is the fact that we're there. And we're, we are giving. We're giving way more than. And <clears> that has always been a taught. So, so fix it, bro. Okay, pay your pastor. That's how you fix it. Pay your pastor. That's how you fix it. Pay your pastor. But since 2011, and I didn't start pastoring until 2012. Mm -hmm. So two th I saw June 1st, 2012 is when I started pastoring. 2011, I ain't never need money again in my life. So why am I taking from the people? I'm not telling you, don't be bivocational. Paul was a tent maker, had a job and a pastor. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's Ken's argument. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you that. I'm just telling you that by the time I start pastoring, I was done sleeping with women. I was done doing stupid stuff. And I was done begging for money. What you say? So, <laughs> <laughs> So I lay it a little bit differently. You hear me? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'd rather take care of the past and fire all those musicians because I know how to work with a tape recorder. Yeah, you, well, Niggas don't want to go to the there altar. You go. There you uh, go. Tell them, get your check at the altar because they don't yeah. ever go. So I just cut all of that yeah. out. I don't Listen. need to pay no drama, no bongo player. No. Man, look, just put in Kimberrell on a track and then have an altar call and then pay the preacher. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Like, oh, we can read the Bible you for you. You hit me. You hit me hard right there. That hurt. Because <laughs> 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 half the musicians out here now are struggling just to play yeah, half of what they hear. It's, so it's, it's a lot of foolishness going on. There's <laughs> a lot of foolishness well, going on. That's what I'm uh, and, and all the foolishness, I'm going to tell you, all the foolishness will always come. Well, this is his somebody's got to say it, Sister Booker. Somebody's got to say it. All the foolishness in your church is coming from the pool pit. I am sorry. It is my job to tell you that my punishment is seven times worse. It is my job. See, nobody they don't like when you quote the Bible, Jerome. We like the we like the the the, the we like the cherry pick. We like the blessing and milk and honey stuff of the Bible. It is my job to tell you that if you ain't doing right, my ministry needs some work. Mm. That doesn't mean you're going to be saved because uh, the weeping prophet, Jeremiah, preached 40 years and I told him I ain't listened to him for 40 years. You hear me? 
Not a Nam Antonio listen. That sound like Antonio. <laughs> Not a Nam one. Listen to him for 40 years. But still, said prophet had to say, got to go back to the drawing board. Grace Pastor says it this way. If there is a mist in the pulpit, there's a fog in the pews. And that's facts. <laughs> that's, if I get it a little bit, you don't get it a lot of it. I like Grace Pastor. <laughs> yeah, he's the same church for 38 years. <laughs> he's right. He's absolutely right. Should you give to God? You better. You better. Anyway, I don't believe in God. You better get a red cross or something. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you can go do something. Because if you're not planting seeds, you're not making rent for you, making room for your future blessings. There's a preacher in Houston, Texas, Terry K. Anderson is his name. Says praise is the rent you pay for future future blessings. So if you ain't pray, Grace, tell him what I tell you the other day. I was talking to Jerome. I said something by accident. I think Grace posted it on her, but you can share it on the thing. I said something to Jerome. See, 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 Sister Booker, when you know, when Jerome, you know, me and Jerome get together, we, we, we get to, okay. you know what I'm saying? Me. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Well, you can't, you know, you know, you can't just be. I'm trying, I was trying to hold my peace. I sit there and I listen. I listen to Jerome because he's older than me, and you know, you that's, that's how you're gonna get wisdom. But I accidentally flew around and said something, and Deanna and Grace had a response. She finished that on the screen right now. <laughs> you have to put things in proper place in your life. And if you want to put things in proper place in your life, God first. That's cool. I agree. I'm with you. But now, where you at? Where you at? You're not allowed. You're not allowed to put God first and not be a good steward over you. Because you, God loves you so much according to you theology he's going to resurrect you you do you know how important you are and, uh, that's <laughs> right <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> you are so important that when you pass god loves you so much you're gonna unpass so you're not allowed not to take care of what God wants for God's self. Anybody telling you different? They got a mist. <laughs> I wanted to say something else. Put <laughs> up the thing, Grace. Do what I say. I don't know what you. I don't know what the hell Ben Jerome was talking about. <laughs> I have no idea, Sister Booker. But I said, well, you know, Jerome, faith is for moving forward. Testimonies for looking back, but praise is for both. Now, I, I need you to hear that. If you're going to use, this is, this, is a good, this is a good way to end this phone call. We're going we to we go back over to Clay Tower. Well, we did, we did the Clay Tower was just that. Faith. Antonio, when I need faith, why I got to use faith? This is move forward. Well, can you give me the proper order of when I should use faith? I sure can. You need faith to get started. And then when you get beat in the face, and you will. And when you get left alone, and you will. And when they promise you, ooh, Sister Booker, we're going to be with you always, and they won't. 
you know, I ain't gonna never get mad at you, sis. And they did. You need faith again to keep going. <laughs> you need faith to get started and you need faith to keep going. And why do you need faith to get started? Why do you need faith to keep going? Because you never know what is ahead. You just know where you're going. Faith is for the unseen journey. But you're not, Grace, since I'm here, I need you to pull up for me on the whole screen. You take notes. I need Judges chapter two. ESV, please. It's very accurate. I need Judges chapter two. Since I'm here. But you can't be so faith-based. That's y'all. Uh-huh. That you say, oh, Lord, I got all this faith in you. Take all my money. And no, 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 no. Hold on. No, no, don't, don't share yet. We'll take all my money, Lord, and never look back and see that ain't working out for you. See, your testimony is your harvest. Mm. And you need to be like that, that, that. There's a Hebrew boy, Jerome. Daniel, they call him. He's a, he's a, he's a vegan. Mm-hmm. He is. He's a vegan. This, this, this Hebrew boy is 500 miles away from the temple. See, just in case you don't know, there were three major waves of deportation, 605 BC, 597 BC, and 586 BC. Daniel was 17, 16 in the 605 BC. This means Daniel got into slavery and it wasn't even his fault. He wasn't old enough for it to be his fault. Yeah, God wasn't mad at Daniel. God was mad at Antonio, 40-year-old self. Daniel too young to have said that much. See, I didn't like that part. That's all right, though. Then you're too young. Then you're over there first. Then you pray too much. Got too much favor. Mm. Sound like Sister Booker. All that favor. You know how many people will not like you because God give you favor? God's favor will reveal your haters. Yes, yes, yes. God's favor will reveal your haters. You hear me? I'm telling you what it is. I, I'm telling you what it is. You want you want haters? Get some favor. You get some favor. Daniel is in Babylon. The temple is still standing because it's not 586, it's 605. Daniel opens the windows and look towards something he can't see. So Daniel's not using faith to pray at that moment. Daniel's using his testimony. Can I switch it up on you, Jerome? Daniel looks out and says, I can't see what I'm looking at. But I remember through testimony where all my blessings came from. And every single time I think back of how good God has been to me, I find power that I can use in my present. So Daniel opens up a window and uses testimony to look back to where his power came from. That's why he opens up the window towards Jerusalem. But praise is what them Hebrews, them Hebrew boys did. Yeah. Chief, king, we ain't doing it. <laughs> oh no, let me tell you something. We are the Booker clan. <laughs> God gonna take us out of this. And if not, Watch help it. me somebody. Watch it. <laughs> don't still- mean he ain't able. You have to use praise to go forward or you're going to run out of energy. Mm. 
and you need to use praise to thank God what you got over. <laughs> I, I, I hope y'all don't think I was preaching 300 times a year for nothing. I actually, I got a few skills. Praise, you got to look back and see what God took you over. Because you need praise both. is what I do. That's what it. <laughs> no, nah, you need, let me tell you why. Because Kim is going to start some new thing. And Kim's going to get beat down. But then Kim got to realize who lifted her up. Grace, pull up two scriptures now. I'm almost done. Psalm, Psalm chapter three. Talisha, you got a question? Okay. Psalm chapter three. I want two of them now. Let's do Psalm chapter three first. Pull it up, Grace. I like this here. This is why you need testimony. This is why you need testimony right here, Jerome. This is why you need it. Y'all probably know this in the Bible. Psalm chapter e e ESV. Actually, to be honest with you, it, you should do the King James. I ain't gonna lie to you. You should do the King James. You should, you should do it King James. You should do Psalm 3 in King James. Because King James has a cadence. I don't know if y'all know this, but you know, that cadence and that that, that cadence and that, that that tone, Jerome. Uh, you know. <laughs> Lord, how are they increased that they trouble me? Oh Lord, hold on, hold on, hold on. They they Lord, they're trying to kill me and their numbers increasing. Many are they that rise up against me. Many there would be to save my soul. There ain't no help for him. Watch verse three. Watch it. Watch it. But thou, oh Lord, <laughs> art my shield, my glory. Watch it. And the lifter. <laughs> if I was in church, I'd E flat, please. <laughs> of my head that's testimony jerome do you understand that's see i'm just trying to tell you i'm just trying to tell you lord how they increase i can't see it they're killing me out here lord i can't see it and sometimes on this journey especially financial you ain't gonna be able to see it jerome but when you look back, <laughs> but thou, O oh Lord, <laughs> are the art of a shield, my glory, the lifter of my head. That's why you need to look back. You don't look back to move forward. You look back to remember God got me through something I can get through. Come on now. Come on now. It's a test for my mother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Come I on. did not do it without the Lord who was on my side. For without him being on my change. side, how would I ever be? Oh, <laughs> thank you. Going to take care of the money because he's taking care of that too. Amen. Yeah, let, let, yeah, amen. Let me get, let me get Talisha question for you. Here, 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 give me. Over my life. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. I'll be on the ATS call. Go ahead. Okay, Lord Talisha. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I lost my page. She asked the question. She asked the question. She said, I have not been able to understand why God loves me. Hold on. Somebody sent me a private message. I have not been able to understand why God loves me. That's the question. And she asks why. That's Talisha's oh, that question. That is beautiful. That is just beautiful. Oh, I love that. I love you right now. Hey, oh, Grace, 
don't pull up judges because it, it just it just it just let me let me let me let me, let me judges no, no, judges chapter two. Talisha, the reason why God loves you is about to be halfway answered in this. The reason why you don't know why God loves you is a hundred percent answered in this context before she pull it up. Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Leviticus, Numbers, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, <laughs> Joshua, <laughs> Judges. Okay, Joshua over Judges. The folk and Judges are not the same folk in Deuteronomy. Do you understand? Some of them are, some of them not. Ain't name one of them the folk that was in the wilderness, though. All of them had to die off. Context number one. Context number two, God say, wherever your feet shall tread, you can have, but that ain't what Joshua did. Because Joshua was told, now don't you make no treaties, but he still made one anyway. And they didn't get 100%, they got 10%. That's a word for some of y'all. Stop compromising. Some of y'all sitting on 10% of what God promised you. I'll wait. Okay, now that that sat in there for a little bit. More two context. Three context. Judges starts what you understand as sin. There's a cycle in Judges. You can think, you can remember it always as the acronym SORD without the W. S-O-R-D. The people sin, then they get oppressed. And when they get oppressed, they have to repent. And until they repent, they don't get delivered. Now that that was a word right there. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's it. All you preachers, go ahead. You this is all yours, right? Sin, oppress, repent, deliver it. This is the thing. This is why the judges don't appear until the people say, okay, God, we're done. I was so sorry. And then a judge delivers them. And just for you folk who say, that women can't be over men and women can't preach. I do apologize to let you know that Deborah or Deborah was a judge over all men in the book of Judges, just so you know. I just don't want to, I don't want to. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> amen, amen, so just, amen. Just want to let you know. Just want to let you know that's in there. We don't get to pick out that. You know what I'm saying? We don't get to cherry pick. So the context here is a few pieces. The context is these are a mixed crowd of the people who heard, y'all listening? Mm -hmm. The people who heard God do great things. That's why Deuteronomy means second telling. That's why Moses has to say it again. That's a new generation. They never seen the plagues. Mm. See, the Bible is a lot more fun when you understand it. You know what I'm saying? And then (laughs) Joshua, they seen the water get split. Mm-hmm. So they, so this new folk I ain't never seen what God had done, and they seen they seen rock get split because the, the walls of Jericho had to fall down too. So now they seen, and the context is the reason why Talisha has the question is that some folk who seen kept it to themselves. Grace, pull it up now. Look at it, Jerome. It's in here. It's in chapter two. It's, it's, it's in here. I ain't making it up. Chapter two is right around verse ten, I believe. Grace, it says. No, 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 no. Start at the beginning. Now the angel of the Lord. No, hold on. I'm wrong. Google for me. Wait, where's that, Grace? Verse 10. Verse 10. Okay, I was right. Okay, yeah, I was right. Verse 10. 
And all that generation also would gather their fathers. And then it arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord, the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. Emphasis on they didn't know the Lord and they didn't know the work. Grace, take it down. It is not Talisha's fault. She'll know why God love her. It is 100% my fault. And it's in this text. Here's why. Because if you don't know the Lord, all right, well, you know what? That's on you. But if you don't know the works of the Lord, that's on me. Somebody needs, I need somebody older to help me. I, I need somebody older to help me. If you don't know what we God is saying by our testimony, right? That's <laughs> People are saved by our testimony. By so our testimony. They'll never know. My if Lord. You don't, if Talisha don't know why God love her, because folk like me ain't saying the work of God in front of her. Mm. Jesus. That's an because that's exactly why I'm doing my podcast. All right, then that's why. So don't until you go do your podcast, it's folk out here dying without knowing the work of the Lord. Mm. And y'all in here arguing about who gonna cook sausages on Sunday. No, no and matter. He's gonna hold us accountable. That's right. That's right. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to tell you without a hundred percent down. I'm telling you for sure. Talisha, the reason you don't know why God loves you is because I ain't told you how God loves. Mm. Now, let me fulfill my mission as we end. Purpose by the end. Here's how God loves you. I give you a story. It's in the Bible. There's a guy in the Bible named Jonah. Act just like Antonio. Oh, if there's anybody in the Bible that act like Antonio, it is Jonah. God say, Jonah, Go on, bless them folk. Oh, hell no. I'm not doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no, I swear. I am not. And these four chapters is an illumination of Antonio. If I ever, if I ever seen it, Jerome, I'm telling you right now. Jonah say, oh, no, I'm not doing that, God. Why not? Because you're too nice. Look it up for yourself. You're too nice because if I go over there, you're going to forgive them. Do you know what them damn Nineveh people do? They, 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 they hurt people. They, they spread out the families. They wicked. They don't deserve no grace. God say, do it anyway. Nah, I'm not doing it. God say, you're going to do it. All right, you're right. And then Jonah run off. The reason why Jonah ran is because the idea, the thought, the philosophy of that day, the, oh, Lord have mercy. The idea, the thought of that day was, God was a God of an area. So you would walk into a country and say, who's the God of this area? Mm. Oh, it's Baal. Mm. Who's the God of this area? Oh, it's Grace. You know what I'm saying? Who's God of this area? So Jonah tried to outrun God, but the old preacher say, God's so big, you can't get around him. Come on, Sister Booker. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 so, so big, you can't go over him. You, you understand what I'm saying? So why? <laughs> you understand. I'm, I'm, so Jonah tries to run. Jonah goes from north all the way down to south. God said, I tell you what, ain't nobody gonna have no peace mm. until you do what I said. Mm. 
Jonah say, nah. Hey, then big old storm come up. This is why some of y'all are suffering right now. Because some of y'all are harboring somebody not living in a calling. Listen to the story. Jonah got everybody about to drown, capsized. Why? Because he ain't living his calling. Some of y'all got your children not living a calling and you letting them. Why? Because you ain't telling the work of what God has done. Come on, Jerome, I'm right there. Your problem is your life is jacked up because God is shaking everything to get their attention and you getting caught up with it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> your mess. Because that is it. That's that it. Is it. That's and it. When you, realize it, you won't sleep on nobody's hope. All hell is going You understand? So you better start that podcast, Yolanda. You better start that podcast. Mm -hmm. Or your, or your financial keep being jacked up. Jonah gets thrown over in the seat. It's not the truth. Uh, Leave me alone. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Jonah gets swallowed by a big fish. Here's the deal. Three days, Jonah's in there. But here's the beautiful thing about this story. And Sister Booker, Jerome, Ken Johnson, they know it. The whole time Jonah's in this fish, the fish is on the way to Nineveh. Ah, watch it. Oh, shuck it, ducky. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. The fish on the way came to Nineveh anyway. Because here's what happened in the rest of the text. The rest of the text says Jonah got spit off on the shore and had a one day's walk. But where he started off from, it was a five day's walk. <laughs> he got help. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. There's a lesson in there, Jerome. You're going to do God's will one way or the other. Now, you're going to do it out here as a free man or you're going to do it in prison. This is why my daddy... Is a pastor in prison because he was disrupting and running from his call in Galveston. Mm. I am cut deep today. Sir, sir, and sir, you are. My Lord, you are. But <laughs> I just wanted to say, I, you know me, I love the gospel music. It is well. It's so, so serious because the big fish could be the well. And then, you know, Joseph also was thrown in a well. Yep. So it is well. Yep. And they all find what God is calling them to in that well. I just want to say that. I, 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 I appreciate you saying Antonio. Divinely Come orchestrated. Come on Antonio. now. Yes, Antonio, sir. tell Talisha out of the three books I just sent her, uh. in book number, this book here, From the Streets to Battlefield of the Sanctuary, the answer to her question starts on page 41. 41. It's my 41. personal testimony. It will tell her why he loves her. All right. There it is. Page, page 41. 41. Now, What's the name of the book? Yeah. The, it's the, the streets, the battlefield, the sanctuary. Streets, battlefield, sanctuary. I just sent it to her. He just sent it to her. Look at God. Now, check this out. Wrapping the story up. Jonah gets spit off, walk there. And I love this part of the story. Jonah say, Look, y'all. Now, I'd have been through hell. God then told y'all, <laughs> your ways is wrong. And this is what happened. Head and then we go, oh my God, really? And they immediately repent. So, Alicia, listen to my exact words. Everybody listen. She got it. Okay, she said she got the book. Everybody listen to my, page 41. Everybody listen to my exact words. When did the people of Nineveh get saved? When they repented? No. They got saved when Jonah was arguing with God. Mm. Listen, this is why 
I need y'all to get off that. If I confess with my mouth stuff, Paul said that one time, you ain't smart enough to get salvation. You ain't good enough to get salvation. Salvation came to you first. Old folk been telling you, Talisha, the reason why we love God, because God, somebody finish it for me. Loves us. Loves us. Okay. And what happens is. First loved us. First loved us. Four days before the folk knew God was on the way, God was already sending grace. As we close. Talisha, you are loved. Because God loved you first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But why? Don't matter. But when? First. Doesn't matter. You are loved. Because love showed up to you first. Mm. Your job is not to respond and say, no, your job is not to act and say, ooh, I realize God is good. Now I'm loved. Lies. Stop letting these preachers lie to you. You was loved in your ignorance. Mm. Oh, you ain't like that. Uh, Let me push it further. Say that. Let me push it further. Y'all hate, you see, you say stupid stuff like, well, I love sin. I mean, I love the person, but I don't like the sin. That's stupid. Because God ain't saying that. Because mm. in your sin, before you, I don't care if he's raised in church or not, it was like 17 for you actually got it. Yep. And you were still loved. Yep. Oh, they ain't like that one. They didn't like that. They didn't like that. You in your ignorance, in your heathenness, in, in, in your outside of being savedness was still loved. No matter what you did, God loved you first. And now that you got saved, you want to cut off love for folk who ain't. Mm. My, my, my. Do you understand? The, your understanding of why God loves me or what's happening in the Bible is ain't none of this you're doing. I don't care how good you preach, Antonio. You ain't did this. Mm. I did this for you got here. Agent, you're supposed to be singing that song, Give Me You, right about now. <laughs> you can't play it better. You can't dominate. Thank you all so much. I, I was waiting on him to finish, Ken. You needed the song, didn't he? You, got, you gotta know when to come in now. That's <laughs> I, 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 I was gonna wait for him to play it better, and then we was gonna leave out the song. But no, no, you gotta do like a musician. You gotta just come on in slow and song. Come on in there. Give it to him. Give it to him. A quick I'm question, so Antonio. Yes, ma'am. You said faith so is to get us started, to keep us going, and the third thing. Okay, so faith is to get you started. Faith is to keep you going. That's the only thing I said about faith. Okay. Testimony is for you to look back. Okay. So you can remember how good God has been to you, so you can have faith again, so you can know he will be good again. I got you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I will see you at 1030 for probably more of this. It ain't going to be the subject, though. I don't know what, I don't know what y'all did to this. Love you, everybody. Love you, <laughs> love you more. I was, doing, I was giving you Jesus love. you love more. You. Have a great day. Love, love you first. I'm going to do the offering and take up the offering this time. <laughs> they even got to sing. That's yeah. it. Jesus and loves me. I ain't going to cut that off. Go ahead. I know for the Bible. The little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. He is Jesus.
He loves me. Goes to the church. Oh, yeah. Jesus. He loves me. Oh, yeah. Jesus. He loves me. For the Bible. God, we come, come to you now. right now and blessing everybody as they get off this call. May they walk purely in your love and may the Holy Spirit not only rest rule of the Bible and Bible and be with them henceforth and forever, but may the Holy Spirit give them power they didn't even know they had. May their finances become more like you and may their character look like Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We see y'all at 30. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money the pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire i came really close so the pandemic was a blessing it was hiring people and get this everybody i had 48 job positions open during the pandemic 22 dollars an hour with paid training and i could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions hear me well 48 job positions 22 dollars an hour paid training and i couldn't find someone not one person for those job positions now is it because i hire slowly true but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate and if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools which is the technology itself to match the right candidates up with your job you can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions additionally zip recruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out 
uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.